This show is brought to you by Safety FM. Stimulating lights and what you say. Can't figure out where I go. Simulated thoughts drown my soul. And it's all a dream. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you know it. It does not matter what day of the week it is and what day we're hanging out. Who I am does not matter. Who you are is the most important part of the equation. Uh, that is for sure, as we are talking, moving, and grooving. Anyways, how are you? Because that's important, especially coming off of the weekend. Today's Monday, January the 30th. In case you did not know that, it is day 30 yeah, 30 of the year, and only 335 days left to go. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Warning, listening to other radio stations could cause testicle shrinkage. I'm talking truth. Yes, hanging out with our friends at RadioBig.fm as they are hanging, we are hanging, you're hanging, and everybody's just kind of hanging. So there you go. So how was your weekend? Did you do anything that your mama would be proud of? Because that's always important um, to talk about. Yes, mothers being proud. Uh, that is the the gigo, the gigo of stuff to talk about. Also, so there you go. If your mom was proud, hopefully everything was good. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit of what is going on. If you want to interact with the show, it's easy to do so by going to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get you moving and grooving into our system. You can video call. You can, um, let's see, audio call, or you can do the little texty message thing, and that will get you moving and grooving as we are doing things. 
If you're not familiar with the show, it's kind of an easy process. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and then we kind of tie everything together for you to have some garbage, I mean, some important stuff uh, to talk about because, you know, that's important. That's the name of the game here. So we do a video version of this. You can find that at, well, not at Colin. Why do I always want to call it that? You can find it at radiobig.fm or at safety.fm, you know, either one. This on both sections, you can click on live radio. Yes, visual radio would be it, um, would be the aspect of it. We also have safetyfm.com, but, you know, safety.fm could be some things to some people, uh, depending on how you want to take a look at it. So there you go. A lot into that equation of things. So outside of that, how was your weekend? Outside of that, did you do anything um, that you want to call in and talk about? Because that makes it some interesting one. And outside of that, well, I think that we have some trends to talk about. So let's get trendy Andy, because that's going to be important. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. Former FTX and employees appear to have gone dark on the Fed's prosecution of San Bankman Freed and who will announce what's next um, uh, Next for the pandemic. Yes, I did say that. Uh, yes, and I went and meant who and the who, meaning like the WHO, just in case. Also, former President Donald Trump got back on the stump over the weekend uh, talking, taking digs at President Joe Biden's foreign policy and leadership. We can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like to. Uh, Marie Kondo says that she is no longer living with uh, the, ti- the, t- uh, the tidy lifestyle. So what is it? The messy lifestyle? GoBlay will, um, will release only three more albums. Does anybody really counting? I mean, I don't know. Um, and then the Ventura County Sheriff's Department is investigating an uh, ye for allegedly ba- a battery on an incident that occurred with a, an aggressive fan. So we can talk a little bit more about that. If you care, if you care to do so, if you don't care to do so, we don't have to do any of it. It's kind of the fun part about the whole gig. We talk. So the professional broadcasters will come in here in just in any moment, and they're going to start telling you about what the hell is going on. I think you're going to enjoy that portion because it's important for what they talk about. It kind of makes it a little bit more topical about things that we can talk about inside of our world. Uh, that is for sure, as we are going through the transmigration of Timothy Hatcher. Okay, now that's something entirely different. Ignore that comment. As we are going through the process of getting everything moving forward. So with that being said, let's do this. Let's bring in some pro broadcasters let them tell you exactly what's going on in the news here is the news on the Roosevelt safety show NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Thousands in cities across the U.S. are protesting the death of Tyree Nichols. Demonstrations took place over the weekend in Baltimore, Dallas, Milwaukee, and Phoenix, as well as in Memphis, where the beating happened. The protests come after police body camera video was released on Friday. Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, urged protesters to do so peacefully. On Saturday, a group gathered outside of the LAPD headquarters in downtown Los Angeles, carrying signs and demanding justice for Nichols. We believe that it's necessary to organize and show that the people aren't just going to take this, that the people are going to stand up and demand something new. Uh, Not just small reforms, not just small changes, but we need a new system, clearly. The man accused of attacking Paul Pelosi isn't apologizing for what he did. He's apologizing for what he didn't do. David DePap phoned a San Francisco TV station Friday from jail and told the reporter he was so sorry that he didn't get more of them. The Pap has pleaded not guilty and is scheduled to be back in court next month. 
Representative Ilan Omar is insinuating that her proposed removal from the House Foreign Affairs Committee is motivated by bigotry. Many of these members don't believe a Muslim, a refugee, an African should even be in Congress. When asked on CNN's State of the Union if the Minnesota Congresswoman was accusing Speaker Kevin McCarthy of racism, she stated she was simply laying out the facts. California Representative Adam Schiff voiced his support of Omar and said McCarthy was catering to the extreme members of his party. A percentage of Americans are concerned about the classified documents found in the possession of former President Trump and President Biden. A new NBC News poll revealed 67 percent of Americans were concerned about both findings. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed special counsels to oversee the investigations. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. New Zealand's biggest city, Auckland, is bracing for more torrential rain after the city was hit by severe flooding. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Russian athletes should not be allowed to compete at the 2024 Olympics. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in the Middle East for a three-day visit and thousands more hospital beds and hundreds of new ambulances are being promised for the NHS in England. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. LAPD detectives are investigating a deadly Saturday morning shooting in the Beverly Crest District of Los Angeles, not far from Beverly Hills. Jim Forbes with details. Bruce Borhan, the public information officer for the LAPD, updates the status of the victims. We have seven total, so three deceased and four transported to the hospital. Two were transported before the officers got here. Two were self-transported. And then two were transported by an ambulance to local hospitals. Authorities say the incident occurred during some sort of gathering at a short-term rental. There's been no word on a possible motive and no arrests have been made. CVS and Walmart are both cutting pharmacy hours and closing some locations earlier due to staffing shortages. Some customers say even if a few stores are left open, it will still make getting essential medications that much more difficult. That takes away the convenience of having a pharmacy close by because now you're searching for a pharmacy in your community, but it could be 20 minutes away. Both companies have announced that they will scale back hours at their pharmacies as the industry battles a shortage of pharmacists and other key positions starting in March. CVS is adjusting hours at about two-thirds of its retail pharmacies. In a statement, the Rhode Island-based company said it periodically conducts reviews to ensure pharmacies are open during peak customer demand. Walmart is planning to reduce pharmacy hours by closing at 7 p.m. instead of 9 at most of its stores next month. The Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs are set to meet in this year's Super Bowl. More from Mark Mayfield. Kansas City punched its ticket with a dramatic home win over the Cincinnati Bengals in Sunday's AFC Championship game. Earlier on Sunday, Philly took down the San Francisco 49ers at home to secure the NFC crown. The Chiefs are making their third appearance in the big game since 2020, while the Eagles look to notch their second title in six seasons. Super Bowl 57 is set for February the 12th in Glendale, Arizona. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. 
It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock dot com and register your address to see if you already are a victim and enter the code radio that's r-a-d-i-o that's the code radio for 30 days free of protection that's code radio at hometitlelock.com wake up and text text and eat text and catch the bus text and miss your stop Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 440 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Tearing the ass out of you like gas station sushi. 
Anyways, there you go. Fifth, oh, matter of fact, that's a lie. Why does that one say 15? This one says 16. I'm so confused. Is it 15 or is it 16? I got 16 minutes past the top of the hour on this board. I got 15 minutes past the top of the hour on that computer. So we're somewhere between the 15 and 16 minute category that's being passed. We're going to go with this one because that's what I based the show starting off on was the one down here. So 16 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get your rolling and bowling on what the hell's going on inside of the world of the shit list because that is going to be important as we are hanging out and doing all the fine stuff that we are doing. And just in case if you were lost, this is the Rated R Safety Show because I need to mention that from time to time. So taking it from the very top of the shit list, it goes something like this. Prosecutors are trying. Sam Bankman Free told the Manhattan judge that they have concern that he's committing witness tampering using the encrypted messaging service Signal. SBF allegedly wrote an FTX counsel to see that they're all a way for us to have a construction, a construction relationship to you, not a constructive, but a construction relationship to use each other's to the resources when possible, or at at least vet things with each other without filling, um, filing charges. The DOJ asserts that SBF is reaching out at all that he could cause him to consider himself witness tampering. So I don't know. Um, you know, it's encrypted and all that kind of fun stuff, but it's encrypted to a server. And, you know, how long before somebody gets access to the other side of the equation and goes, I got some questions on what the hell is going on? You know, that's how that goes, right? I mean, you know that. I know that. So worth noting, um, there is another nefarious uh, <laughs> nefarious about thing about using signal itself it's just another chat app but promises end-to-end encryption meaning that messages aren't stored on a third-party server somewhere you know how that goes anyways lawyers for ftx say that former staffers carolyn ellison and gary wang have stopped talking to investigators ftx camp filed a subpoena request for ellison wang and sbs parent company and um, brothers last um, brother last week so there you go i don't know going to be an interesting one as we are talking ellison agreed to plea to a plea deal in december premise on her ongoing cooperation with the feds that limits any prosecuting to tax crimes and uh took fraud and conspiracy charges off the table no word yet if getting subpoena would be um an uphand on the actual deal i don't know some things to talk about there is no doubt about it so, talking about tech and all that interesting stuff, unfortunately, we had to talk about this. More layoffs could be on the way for Facebook's parent company, Meta. During an internal um, meeting last week, Mark Zuckerberg reportedly uh, described the company's thick layers of management. I don't think you want a management structure that just managers managing managers, managing managers, managing managers, managing the people who are doing the work. He said, according to the Verge Command Line newsletter, the leak comes from after about 11,000 employees were axed in November and suggests more um, belt tightening could be on its way. You know, I, I always have been uh, kind of interested in the layering in regards of companies and how they have exactly that with what was just being said, managers for managers and managers for managers 
and the manager of the manager who manages the vice presidents. What? I know. It becomes very confusing. And then controlling partners and all that stuff. Or maybe that's just a relationship that I'm in. If you ever wish that Facebook had a suck it button. You suck. This rock block is for you. Okay. The World Health Organization Committee is overseeing a COVID announcement for Monday that that the disease still um, constitutes a public health emergency of international concern, but notes that the pandemic um, is at the transition point. The official memo reports that a combination of natural immunities and vaccination campaigns will limit the disease impact on, uh, well, the morbidity and morality, but neither will eradicate the disease outright. So there you go. Uh, worth noticing that a year ago was enough to get, um, you know, you know, on, you know, unpersoned on social media. I mean, let's just be realistic. Interesting on how things continue to change. Anyway, take a listen to this. Worth noting the announcement comes three years to the day that the first designated COVID outbreak at a global public health emergency on January the 30th of 2020. It's interesting. Just kind of looking back now going, do you remember when COVID started, when everything got locked down and how we moved forward? Yeah, that's going to be the all the information that I think we need to share. Anyway, take a listen to this. YouTube star... AirTrack has uh, taken the prize of the world's largest pizza clocking in 13,990 square feet. The whole pie was um, baked in sections at the Los Angeles Convention Center and included more than 13,600 pounds of dough, nearly 5,000 pounds of marinara sauce, over 8,800 pounds of cheese, and more than 630,000 pieces of pepperoni. The YouTuber shares the record with Pizza Hut, which helped produce the stunt. So here's my question. You know how they have those challenges that if you eat all of this, you get it for free? Are they going to be doing any of those things? Because I think that that would be super interesting uh, to see if somebody could pull that off. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, take a listen to this. If you want to stick it to an X ahead of Valentine's Day, San Antonio Zoo is just has a solution for you. For $150, they'll name a cockroach after your former flame and take a video of the animal eating it. There's some uh, cheaper options also available for just $10. You can send an email to your ex informing them that you have heavy um, a heart-heavy gesture. And you can also name a vegetable for $5 or a rodent for $25 to get the same package. Last year, the zoo said there was about $8,000 in contributions for the program all over the world. So here's my question for you. If you name a rodent, if you name a vegetable or all that kind of fun stuff, how can you guarantee that you are getting the one? Because how do you know they're not just repurposing? I'm not saying that's what people are doing, but how do you know they're not repurposing it? I need to know those things. You know, I need to know. I just need to know. Come on, baby, tell me because I need to know. Okay, so let's talk about what the hell was going on in the box office because I think that that's going to be important for some. Maybe not for all, but definitely important for some. It goes something like this. At the number 10 spot was The Wandering Earth Part 2, a $1.3 um, 
million dollars at number nine left behind rise of the antichrist 2.3 million dollars number eight was infinity bull with 2.7 million dollars and number seven was playing th- with 3.8 million dollars and number four was well number four listen to me and number six was missing with 5.6 million dollars and number five patan with 5.9 million dollars and then with a quattro was megan with 6.3 million dollars that movie's already available to stream like you can buy to watch it at home so, I mean, maybe that's the better option. Um, a man called Otto, uh, it was at number three at $6.7 million. Boots and Boots, um, The Last Wish was at $10.6 million at the number two spot. And coming in at numero uno was Avatar The Way of the Water with $15.7 million and millions dollars. So, there you go. That's what was going on on that side of the world. So, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. You know, they do say that love has no age. Take a listen to this. Singer Mark Anthony, uh, 54, uh, and for Miss Universe, uh, contested Nadia Ferreira, 23, have tied the knot. The couple said, I do, at a lavish ceremony in Miami on Saturday night. Anthony was previously married to the Yanada Torres um, and singer and actress Jennifer Lopez and model, uh, let's see, Shannon De Lima. Wow. There you go. Several outlets reported that Anthony's twins, whom uh, he shares with Lopez, were not in attendance. How do you not want your kids at your wedding? That's kind of a weird one. I don't know. Not my not my cup of tea, my friends. Uh, there you go. Let's see. Wedding numero ocho. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding as I say that. Here you go. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about some numbers that are really important. And these are the numbers that are brought to you by John Small. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, January 30th, 2023. Equity markets advance Friday and for the week on signs that inflation is cooling. The takeaway from the data is that inflation has cooled versus last year, but remains hot in present and trending above the Fed's target rate. In this light, the PCE price index news is questionable and ultimately not good news for the market. With inflation still hot and FOMC interest rates rising, the outlook for S&P 500 earnings continues to decline. This week will be another pivotal week for the market with reports from over 100 S&P 500 companies on deck and the NFP report on Friday. The report is expected to confirm strength in the labor market and wage inflation, which should keep the FOMC on its toes. In regards to the NFP, the news of the week will come Wednesday when the committee issues its next policy adjustment. The market is expecting a 25 basis point hike, but could be surprised by a hawkish commentary, if not another 50 basis point interest rate hike. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Small, for the information. So I have that the Dow added about 28 points to close at 33,978 on Friday. The S&P added about 10 points to close at 4,070. And NASDAQ added about 109 points to close at 11,621. West Texas Intermediate closed at $79 a barrel. Brent crude was at about $86. And the national average price of a gallon of gas as of Sunday was $3.50. Bitcoin was upped on Sunday, adding more than $770 for trading, um, trading right at $23,800, give or take. Uh, there, Let's see, and then there was more than 3,900 flights delayed within and to and out of the United States on Sunday, and more than two, or just around 215 cancellations. Not that that's any better if you're stuck like Chuck. 
So there you go. And then Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing will be for $31 million jackpot or a $16.5 million cash payout. Tonight's Powerball drawing will be for $613 million jackpot or a $329 million cash payout. So there you go. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Some stuff to think about as we are playing the game though. So let's talk about this. I'm kind of ahead of the curve as I'm talking about this because I normally don't talk about it until later in the show. But today is National Bubble Wrap Day. And back in 1957, two inventors were trying to make a special type of wallpaper. Um, they failed miserably, by the way. Bree Tennis has the story on what they actually did invent that day and why they celebrate it. Alfred Fielding and Mark Siobhan were trying to create a three-dimensional type of wallpaper. Wallpaper that had a thick texture, one you could see and feel. What they created didn't work on the wall, but it did work on protecting things. The two inventors invented what we know as bubble wrap. Oh, it's good at protecting things, but it also has a satisfying popping sound that psychologists say reduces stress, anxiety, and releases that feel-good chemical dopamine in the brain. So happy National Bubble Wrap Day. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. Okay, thank you, Bree, for that one. So will you be popping some of that bubble of the wrap today? Uh, maybe you are. Anyways, a dozen migrants in New York City are camped out next to hotel to a hotel because they are not satisfied with the relief center set up at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal. Scott Pringle has more. Migrants went to the relief center at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal but then came back to the Watson Hotel in Hell's Kitchen to warn other migrants not to go to the terminal. Activist Sergio says migrants complained it's cold there, water runs out at times, and beds have no space in between them. They were at detention camps at the border, so it reminds them of, of the situation at the border. And he says the hotel is not letting them back in, so some migrants are in tents outside the hotel Hotel. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal has the same services as other humanitarian relief centers. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Scott Pringle. So what do you think there? You know, you have to set up some things for people to be able to live accordingly. I mean, do you feel that that's according if they're running out of water? Kind of a weird one as we are talking. Anyways, a new bill has been filed by Florida Senate that would penalize drivers who stay in the left lane on certain roadways. Natalie Rodriguez has more. The statute would only apply on roads, streets, or highways in Florida with two or more lanes and a posted speed limit of at least 65 miles per hour. Drivers who are stopped for the violation would receive a non-criminal traffic infraction punishable as a moving violation. If passed, the bill would take effect January 1st of next year. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. So non-criminal, I, I wonder how that would actually work. Like, what kind of world would we live in and they go, hey, you know, it, it makes sense, it doesn't make sense, all kinds of fun stuff as you really give it some uh, some thoughtsos, my friend. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking as we are 30 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, let's take a, a looky, 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 looky at some stuff. You know, when you come back sometimes from the the weekend, it's not as busy as you think sometimes. Take a listen to this, though. A dance hall manager who has likely saved more lives when he disarmed a Monterey Park shooter 
um, is getting more recognition on Sunday. Brandon Say uh, was awarded the Medal of Courage at the Lunar Lunar New Year Festival, but decided to focus on the victims. Most of the victims I knew personally. They would always come by the dance studio, and I considered them friends. They were some of the most caring people I have ever met. Say says the gunman, the, the gunman from, we'll say, stop the gunman from taking more lives at the Lala Ballroom Studio. The 72-year-old man walked into the building with a gun shortly after shooting 20 people at the Star Ballroom Dance Studio in the nearby Monterey Park on January the 21st. Sunday's um, festival also featured remembrance ceremony of the 11 Monterey victims who died. Meanwhile, President Biden has personally invited Say to be his guest at the State of the Union address in Washington, D.C. on February the 7th. People lined up in the rain to meet the 26-year-old who they consider a hero. You know that it's raining here, guys, and people are still here. Why? Because he made a difference in our community. Members of the community um, complimented say bravery. He is such a selfless act of uh, bravery and kindness, and I think uh, he's a really inspiration. So there you go. Some interesting stuff coming out of there. I hope there's more people out there that can inspire others in regards of what's going on inside of the world. Too bad that it was something so catastrophic that ended up having to take place for that to occur. Anyways, it is 32 minutes past the top of the hour. It's time to do that thing that we do right around now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about this and talk about the importance that we need to reference because we seem to sometimes not talk about these things. And that is the importance of safety communication in 2023. Yeah, the year is 2023 and the world has evolved. Uh, to be rapidly advancing technology is society. I mean, it's our, techno- our technology in society has changed so much. As technology becomes more prevalent, so does the need of safety communication. And I think that sometimes we tend to forget how important this is because safety cannot be overstated, especially in an era even with minor communication that can lead to disastrous consequences. So um, as we talk about this today, this is going to aim to explore the reason why safety communication is crucial in 2023 and the benefits it brings to society. And listen, as we talk about this, understand that organizations do versionalities of communicating safety, but how well do they do it? So in the rapid growth of technology that has been created, a world where safety risks are Everywhere from automated machine to artificial intelligence and the potential to harm um, is significant. Let's just be realistic when you start thinking about this. So this makes it imperative that everyone involved in the operation of these technologies understands the risk and is able to effectively communicate with one another to prevent potential accidents. And it's not really to prevent them, but to more like build out the safeguards if one may say it in that fashion, in regards of what is going on. Effective safety communication helps to ensure that everyone is on the same page, which is very crucial inside of most organizations and working together to achieve the common goal of avoiding harm by establishing safeguards. Or if not, have the safeguard work exactly how it's supposed to. By establishing clear lines of communication, people can quickly report in any potential dangers and take the necessary steps to mitigate the risk or as i love to call them 
safeguard these things, and it can help prevent accidents before they occur, saving lives and reducing economic costs of accidents. And that's always seems to be the big part when you talk inside of an organization about, you know, how these things work. Are we going to talk about the mitigation costs? Are we going to talk about the economic impact? And another important aspect of safety communication is the role that it plays in emergency response. And I think that sometimes our organizations are not really good at emergency response. And we have to have some very clear lines because in an emergency, clear and concise communication is critical. Emergency responders need to be able to communicate quickly and effectively to coordinate their efforts to minimize the harm caused by the emergency. When the communication is lacking, response times slow down and the risk of life are, um, well, they, well they, they do increase of potentially losing life. Now, last week we spoke about run, hide, fight in particular. And I have to tell you that it does become kind of crucial into this as we go through it. Because you have to take a look around and go, if you're communicating with people that are actually coming in, how precise are you? So if I have to break this down a little bit, and if I would say in 2023, safety communication is more crucial than ever before because of the sheer number of people that are now connected to the Internet. And I I almost think that that wording sounds kind of old fogey, but think about it real quick. The amount of technology that is now available it's more than ever before with more people online than ever before there is increased risk of cyber attacks and other online safety risk which is the other side of the equation that we seem to talk about more often but we use this form of communication to say this have you thought about using videos have you thought about using documentation have you thought about using audio files what are you thinking inside of your organization to get this to move So this makes it at all more important for organizations and individuals to ensure that their safety communication strategies are up to date and effective. And I think that sometimes we don't effectively communicate our messages. I don't think that we really kind of lay it on the line, if one may say so, on what's going on. So think about this. Safety communication is an essential aspect of life for us because essentially it is a form of marketing, the way that we do the things. So the rapid advancement of technology has created a world filled with safety risk that must be managed through effective communication by ensuring that everyone is on the same page and working together to avoid harm when possible and safeguards are established. We can make the world a little bit safer and a more secure place by following those. So what are the different safety communication aspects that you use in your world think about that and with all the talk of safety communication it is important to have a sense of humor and i think we tend to forget that after all laughter laughter is the best medicine and even in the face of danger think about it sometimes you know you'll hang around somebody and they'll be in the most awkward position in life and start laughing because that's how their nervous tech works So let's all work together to keep our communication safe, effective, and full of laughs. Because what else are we going to do? If this is something that is so crucial, the way that you communicate within your organization and to others can save a life. And it can definitely change the way that you look at things. Think about that today.
because that's going to make you think about some weird stuff. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Hello. Olivia, from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. 
Mr. Safety Training, old, stale, and hacked. Mr. Safety Trainer, still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. And it's all a dream And it's all a top of the hour we are still hanging out doing the things we do on the rated r safety show our numero uno of the jay allen of the morning show this little song right here is called jam time by nam songs readily available on spotify and itunes if you want to take a little download yodi or a little stream of it We'd like to thank Nam for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. As we move forward and talk about the things that are going on inside of this world. So there you go. Jam time. Okay, so let's get back into the move and the groove of the things that are going on inside of this world because that's what we need to do right now as we are hanging and banging on this lovely show right now. I almost called it the Jay Allen the Morning Show. So there you go. Uh, So if anything, let me tell you real quick about the most important thing that I'll tell you in my lifetime, and that's about my friends at the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Uh, They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you and your loved ones, and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to, yes, go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can text the word TALK to 988 or call 988. That'll get you moving and grooving inside of their system. And it's all important before you do your next move. I'm serious when I say that. If you're struggling, if you're having some contemplations about some things, go ahead and give them a call. 988-SUICIDE-AND-CRISIS-LIFELINE. That's 988-LIFELINE.ORG. So let's continue talking about some things that are going on. I think it's time for me to tell you real quick about some things that are coming up in New Mexico. Yes, 
in New Mexico. If you would love to come and hang out with us, we would love to see you there at the Safety Differently Workshop. It's going to be hosted by Todd Conklin, Martha Acosta, Mark Yeston, and Bob Edwards. I'll be there, you know, doing the things that I get to do. If you want to come and hang out, it'll be taking place at Hotel Santa Fe in the good old month of March. It will be March 6th through the 9th. Would love to see you there. You can find out more information at safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io. You choose your path. It's one to four days, depending on how you do the layout of the land. That is for sure, as we are talking there. So there you go. It's a Safety Differently Workshop. It will do anything from beginners all the way to advanced hop. So there you go. Love to see you there. Safetyfm.io. So let's get into the moves of some things that are happening inside of our world, though, because um, we need to to do that. We need to talk about this. We need to take a look at what is going on inside of our world of things. So let's talk about an AI study, buddy, because, you know, that seems to be all the chat as of late talking about some AI stuff. Take a listen to this. I could see... (laughs) Things being a problem, a powerful new artificial um, intelligence chatbot tool known as ChatGPT has passed a law exam and four courses at a university. Since it became available in November, ChatGPT has been used to generate original essays, stories, and song lyrics. Users have also had draft research papers that were able to fool some scientists and to pass this exam as prestigious as business school. Now a growing number of educators are expressing concerns about the impact of GPT on students and their ability to cheat on assignments. Some companies are also using the tech, but with varying levels of success. News outlet CNET last week um, was forced to issue a correction on a number of articles after using a different AI tool to help write stories. Well, at least we finally have the explanation for Kimmy K pass the bar exam. But, uh, but, you know, when you really think about it, is there one occupation where humans should be replaced by machines? It's lawyers. I mean, just think about it. And, and that's fine and all, but what's really what you want in the program is the right jokes for me. Either that, uh, that one that you laugh at or the one that um, I came up with, you know, one or the other doesn't really matter. You know, and as we talk about some of this stuff, what do you think about this? What do you think about these new AI services that are available? That can do a lot of things. That can do some things that most people wouldn't expect it to be able to do. But it can do it in a fashion that most people wouldn't even know that it is a bot. It kind of—it's a new scary world out there. Not that it wasn't scary in the first place. But think about this: if I could have somebody write a dissertation via an AI thing, and you just do some course correcting and verifying some of the information, think about it. But I look at it, at least in some of the United States, on how tests are facilitated. It's really a memorization game. And it's about how much you can remember something opposed to having really the knowledge base. I was listening to someone talk a few days ago, and they were making a reference that even though if you're an academic and have done a dissertation does not mean that you're an expert in X. And even though some people would say I disagree, I would almost have to say to an extent you have to agree with that because you're always evolving and learning. Now, do you possibly know more than others about that subject matter? Yeah, that's possible. But then again, you could almost say that about anything. Anybody could know more than somebody else about a subject matter. 
just kind of the way that it goes. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, with that being said, I think it's time to bring some John Small inside of here. Let him tell you about what we need to do to be motivated. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Gail. Martin Luther King Jr. said, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. I'm a week late in getting this quote out, but it was actually sent last week when we were celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, his quote reminds us that it's easy to get along in good times, but in tough times it can be more difficult. But it is so very important. I fear that social media has made it even more challenging, though. We're probably not going to change the world, but if you treat others the way you'd like to be treated, your world will be a better place. Yeah, you'll change your corner of the world. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your wellness minute is brought to you by AllAssamorgan.com. Typically, when we sit down to eat a meal, we tend to eat until we're totally stuffed. And although this brings a short-term feeling of satisfaction, it is not the best thing for our health. However, eating to only 80% fullness helps hunger hormone ghrelin to stay activated between the meals because without the feeling of fullness, it rises faster and remains elevated longer to activate fat-burning mechanisms. Additionally, when ghrelin stays elevated for a longer time, it increases the density of neural synapses, meaning that the cells are able to send faster signals to one another. These are just some of the immediate benefits of finishing the meals at 80% fullness, and it is one of the easiest ways to enjoy food and also help the body to stay in fat-burning mode throughout the day. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yeah, we're to something, all right? I just haven't figured out what. So it is currently 53 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out, doing our stuff, doing our thing, moving and grooving, all the fun stuff that you would want to say inside of that kind of wording. Um, that is for sure. Let's get you a little bit more news because I think that this is going to be important as we are talking. SpaceX is hoping to launch a Falcon 9 rocket from Santa Barbara County today. Daniel Martindale reports. The launch was supposed to happen at Vandenberg Space Force Base on Sunday morning, but it was scrubbed and pushed back a day to give crews more time to complete pre-launch checkouts. It's now scheduled for either 8.34 a.m. or 12.31 p.m. The payload is another set of 49 Starlink internet satellites that will be sent into low Earth orbit. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel Martindale, about the low Earth orbit stuff that's going on. Take a listen to this. Tell you what is the world's top-selling automaker for the third year in a row. Trey Thomas has more. The Japanese automaker sold 10.5 million vehicles in 2022. Demand for the company's cars and trucks remains high in Asia. Toyota has also boosted production in Asia and in North America. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, so there you go. If you're rocking a Toyota, well, there you go. You're rocking one of the world's most popular cars. Maybe that's a thing for you. I don't know. Some people like to be, you know, trendy when it comes to that kind of stuff. 
I don't know if it's important or not. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Who knows? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Isn't that kind of funny? Okay, so let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely, lovely, because that's going to be important. So taking a look around at some things that occurred back on this date, as I take a look, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go directly to 2000, even though we did make a, a, a small reference to it, or to 2020, better saying. The World Health Organization declares COVID-19 a public health emergency of international concern um, at the meeting of in Geneva. At the time, the virus has been detect, detected in 19 countries with nearly 8,000 cases in China alone. That happened three years ago today. If you're looking at some birthdays to celebrate, I have some of those for you. Elizabeth Gonzalez turns 33. Kylo Thomas turns 34. Um, WWE superstar Becky Lynch turns 36. Kid Cudi turns 39. Peter Crouch, 42. Wilmer Valderrama turns 43. Christian Bale turns 49. Olivia Coleman turns 49. Phil Collins turns 72. Dick Cheney, 82. And Gene Hackman. Boy, do I miss that guy acting. Uh, he turns 93 today. Just a little FYI action there for you. Also, if you're looking at some years, some days of the year to celebrate today, well, it's National Escape Day, National Draw a Dinosaur Day, Yodel for Your Neighborhood Day. Yeah, good luck with that. School Day of Nonviolence and Peace, National Croissant Day, National Bubble Wrap Day, which we discussed earlier, and National answering message day yes answering message day i guess that's some things to think about as you are looking at the does to celebration celebration as we are talking uh so let's talk about did you know real quick before we get you out of here australian researchers are working on new technology that may allow mobile phone batteries to last for nearly a decade about three times longer than they do now currently only about 10 percent of handheld batteries including those for phones are recycled in australia because doing so is so expensive the rest of the landfill which um is a harmful for the environment the new innovation by engineers from the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology may help with this. I just want a cell phone battery that um, lasts past, you know, lunchtime because I don't think that they last most most of that. Or maybe I just use it way too much. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, I have one of those. Winter in is the season when we try to keep the house as hot as it was in the summer when we complained about the heat. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What sound is nearly impossible for you to ignore? Question, if you need this for the water cooler. 36% of people claim that they've never had this for breakfast. What is it? Pizza. The answer is pizza. And I almost want to say that's a lie. I want to say that's a lie. I don't believe that. I really truly believe that a lot of people have had pizza for breakfast. Why? Because they're losing their minds. That's what's that's what's going on. Uh, so anyways, here you go. That's it. That's going to sum up our time. If you want to come to the other side of the equation and hang out with us on RadioBig.fm, we'll be there for the next couple of hours or so doing the things that we get to do over there. So I do appreciate that. Anyways, thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener, because without you, we could not do what we do around here. There is no doubt about that. So there you go. That's going to sum it up. If I can't leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. There is only one way to avoid criticism. 
do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. Oh, boy, does that sound all cheery. So I'm going to leave you off with the end of the show today, and I'm going to be playing jam time for you. But as we go through that, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Stimulating thoughts and what you say, can't figure out where I go, stimulated thoughts drown my soul, and it's all